for all that you've done and all that you continue to do. And we glorify you. It is not for our glory, but it is for your glory. Everything that we do, every breath that we take, every step that we take, and we thank you for every breath that you've given us life and that we will know completely the light that shines within us, that we will have our identity in you locked in place. And God, we are thankful for you, God. We are thankful for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. Oh, and I pray, I pray this word that, that comes out of my mouth is not from me, it's from you. That if anything that I say here today is from my lips and from my tongue, I pray that you will bind it up. And that everything that I say is coming directly from you, from your heart for this people, for all of us. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' holy and mighty name, we glorify you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Woo. The kingdom of God has come near to you. Amen? I said the kingdom of God has come near to you. Do you feel it? I'm thankful for his presence. Are you thankful for his presence in your life? Are you thankful for his presence in your life? I'm so thankful for this opportunity just to to share the word of God with you and to share what, what God has been placing on my spirit this week, and actually this, when I was asked, uh, it was around Christmas, uh, the elders asked me to speak uh, this, this, this Sunday, and I'm just so thankful to be up here. This, this podium, this pulpit, I've said it before, I'm so humbled by it. This is the opportunity to share with you the gospel of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. He has fired me up today, and I hope and I pray that you will receive the word of God, that he will also fire you up. Have you come to receive the word of God? 2018 has been a year. It's been a year of shifting. It's been tough. It's been challenging. But it's been full of blessings. It's, it's, if, if you think about 2018, actually, it, it starts back. I'm going to talk to you guys. For t- I'm going to talk to you guys today. 2017, the end of 2017, Miss Donna Carter. She's not here in, inside here right, right now. But Miss Donna Carter said that 2018 was going to be a year of re-type words, that we were going to refresh, that we were going to renew, that we were going to replenish, that we were going to, to refocus, that we were going to realign. And wow, was that true. If you think about uh, 2018 and all the messages that have come forth that God has blessed us with, It's been about faith, strengthening our faith. You guys, yeah, strengthening our faith, right? And being obedient to his word and his call and his purpose for your life. But it's about knowing that it's for his namesake. Everything that we do is for his namesake. If you think about 2018 and all the messages that have come forth, it has been about understanding the power and the authority that we wield inside of our hearts and our spirits. And it's nothing that we can do in our flesh, but it's the power that lives within us, the light of the world that lives within us, and understanding the call and hearing the call. It's been a year of, of fertilizing soil Amen. to enriching our spirits so that we can not only just hear the word, but to be doers of the word, to let it impact our hearts and impact our minds and impact our soul, our very being. Amen. 
That's what 2018 was about. That's what 2018 was about. Positioning us. Repositioning us. Amen? Refocusing us to his call. It's been a realignment. Whenever shifting happens in the atmosphere, you know, it was prophesied in our, in our prayer focus group. Actually, the prayer focus group also began in 2018. And let's give God the glory for that because it has been a remarkable move. Let's give him some praise and some glory. And for, for Melanie Gibson stepping into that call and saying, I'm going to lead this prayer focus group so that we could all align together and realign to what God is doing. Amen? There's breakthrough that, that, that was on the cusp. See, we've been sowing seeds in 2018. And actually, even before that, and Melanie mentioned it, and Pastor Tim mentioned it all the time, that the best is yet to come. And so 2018 was a preparation year. It was we were sowing seeds, sowing seeds, fertilizing soil, fertilizing soil, nourishment, stepping out in faith, stepping out in obedience to what God has for our life. Amen? And he has an awesome and incredible season ahead for 2019. And I hope that you're in a position to receive it and to listen and hear the call. So uh, for the past three years, uh, and it's so great that, that Melanie brought this uh, up earlier when she was uh, doing our assignment, is for the last three years, uh, I've been giving myself a, a word of the year. And this word uh, gave me a long-term focus for what my whole year is going to look like. There's something about having a long-term focus and a long-term vision for your life. But it wasn't anything that I chose on my own. See, it was in aligning with God's word, aligning with what he has and his will and purpose for my life. So it wasn't anything that I, that I chose, but it was something that was chosen for me. And so that first year, the, the word of the year was sacrifice. Sacrifice. See, I knew and God knew that I needed to start giving up some things. I needed to, to refocus and sacrifice part of me. And that's what we're all called to do, to give up ourselves. When we become born again Christians, we give up ourselves and we follow in God's footsteps and the, and the ordered step that, that he has before us. Amen? That's what it's all about. So, so that year, I spent every time, I, was, uh, I noticed that everything I was trying to do, I was living a lifestyle of a palms down approach. So I said, God, I don't want to just be fed on Sunday. I want to sacrifice my whole week to you. Every moment of every day is sacrificed to you. And I know that pastor has, has a word for me this, in this time in my season and that, that year. And, and I'm going to receive that word. I'm going to let it impact my heart. But it wasn't just that. I, I, God wanted me to open my eyes and open my ears to what he has to say to me, not just on a Sunday, but through every circumstance that I encountered on a daily basis. To my walk with you in our Bible study class, everything I said, give me, I just want to be available. And so the end of that year, as I sacrificed and I saw the power and the glory and the blessings that can come forth when you just give up yourself, See, what he showed me was the things that, he, that I thought I wanted in life, that I thought I needed in life. That whole year when I was saying sacrifice those things, what ended up happening at the end of the year when, uh, when it was time to think about a, 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 the, the new word for the next year, I said, you know what? I don't need to go back to those things. 
I really didn't want them. I really didn't need them. What I understand, what my eyes were open to, and what, what my heart was open to is that God, the, the ways of God, the way of God is so much better than anything that I can ever imagine and ever want or ever need. Amen? So that second year, the, the word, uh, as I began to sacrifice things, opportunity came. Opportunity came to, to, to witness. Opportunity came to, to do the work of God. Amen? But I didn't want to burn out. I've heard so many stories about burnout. I've heard so many stories about people quitting the ministry because they are just overwhelmed. And I knew that that was going to be the next word for, the, for, the, for 2016. I said, Lord, what's my word? And he confirmed that with capacity. I want to widen your capacity. I'm like, yes, that's it. I was in agreement with God. I'm going to widen my capacity so I can take and I can handle and not get burnout in anything that you throw my way. And that when you make that choice, when you take that step forward, when you make that commitment, he will fulfill the promise. Amen? He will fulfill the promise. So that was that, that year I said, and he gave me opportunity to, to walk in places that I have never walked before and to trust him completely. So then this past year, I, I prayed for my word for the year was, was, uh, was depth. I didn't want to just have width. I didn't want to be a surface level Christian. I wanted to go deep. I wanted my roots to dig deep into the ground and latch hold of the word of God, the foundation of my faith. That Jesus Christ saved me. And he saved each and every one of, one of the Christians here today. Amen? Amen. So this is what 20, 2018 was about, going deeper, going deeper. In 2019, this uh, past couple weeks, I've been praying and seeking God. I said, God, what do you have for my life? And something really interesting happened, and this is why I'm sharing this with you. Something happened because the prayer and the word that I got, the vision that I had for my life in 2019 the Holy Spirit said, this is not just for you. This is for this church. This is for everybody here today. And that word is harvest. Y'all better celebrate. That is harvest time. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's harvest time. Say, it's harvest time. Amen. Amen. So it's harvest season. So 2019, all the, all the stuff that you've been sowing in your life, the calling that is within you is going to come to the surface. See, we've been, we've been cultivating the land. We've been, we've been enriching the soil. In 2019, we are called into a harvest season as a church. Woo, thank the Lord. The harvest. The harvest is here. Amen? So it's not just the harvest time. 2019 is, is a season of goodness. So it's a season of goodness because God wants to show us his goodness. He wants us to see, taste, and see. So it's, we're not just hearing about his goodness. We're actually seeing it come to pass. So the things that you, you have prayed over in your life, the things that we have prayed over in the church are going to come to pass in 2019. The best is yet to come is right around the corner. So 2019 is a year that God wants to show, show his goodness. You can taste it and you'll see it in the blessings that are going to come forth. It's also a season of new birth. It's a season of, of things that, that have been building up inside of you. The call that God has had on your life. Every single one of us has a gift 
And that's why we've been in 2018 learning about our spiritual gifts. Because God has a purpose for you. And you're going to walk in those gifts. And there's a new birth that's happening. So the, the, the word of God says, behold, I will do a new thing. And it shall spring forth. It shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I'll even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen? But just like it says in Revelations 12, anytime a new birth comes forth, the enemy is waiting to devour it. And so you have to protect it. So 2018 was also a, a season of spiritual warfare, and that's not going to end. The harvest is here, but also the spiritual warfare. Anytime you walk into new territory, you're going to have the resistance of the enemy come into your life and try to take it away from you. But we're not going to let it happen because we're ready for him. We're ready for him because we know who we are and the power that we have that lives inside of us. Amen? I've been excited about this word. I don't know if y'all can tell. Um, whoo. John 4. Let's go ahead and open up our... That was just the introduction. <laughs> John 4. And this is uh, part of that sister passage, passage that I spoke on two weeks ago um, from Isaiah 60. And so uh, John 4, 35 through 38. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Isn't that what we often do? See, we are, we are oftentimes servant to our schedules. And we, we cram our schedules, just like Brother Victor said here. We are, we are so focused and have our eyes down on what we want to do, and we schedule every second of every single day. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And we, we look down on our phones, and we swipe, and we swipe, and we, we're, we're not paying attention. God wants us to look up and see. He wants us to look, take the eyes from off of ourselves and actually look, raise our eyes up and see. 2019 is a year of harvest, but it doesn't mean that the harvest is not already here. It's not, it's not that, well, let's just wait. So we got, what, a few days so we can relax? The harvest is coming in 2019. No, the harvest has been here. And we just haven't looked up and seen the harvest. Amen? And so God wants us to stop saying, well, you know, you know, uh, when, when somebody comes to you and says, can you pray for me? I say, yes, absolutely. We have Monday night prayer is when we pray for, we'll pray for people. No, God is giving you the opportunity to step into that harvest, to, to get those blessings, to reap the blessings, to, to be an be a impact on somebody's lives, on somebody's soul. And wants you to be present. He wants you to be present. And you don't have to schedule prayer time. Somebody wants prayer, you just, you just pray for them. Amen? Mm. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. The harvest. <laughs> there are uncharted territories 
that we haven't walked in. So unharvested fields that are just waiting for us to harvest them. The harvester of souls, Jesus Christ, wants us to, to labor with him in this harvesting. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labors. And so it's easy for, when, it, when we talk about a new thing that God wants to do, a new thing, and it's just like, uh, we have to respect what people have labored in this field before us. See, we, we are reaping benefits today because, because somebody was obedient to the word of God and his will. Pastor Claude Hurley, who started this church, said, I will be that vessel. I will harvest the field. I will walk into this labor. And, so the, so, and then after about 20 years, it was passed off to Pastor Tim. In around 20 years, he, he labored. And there are some people who labored in here. And we are reaping the benefits today because of those people who have labored in the past. So, yes, we need to be focused on, on God and what he has for us. We don't need to schedule our, our religious traditions. But we need to be open. But we also need to respect and look at the things that, 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 have, uh, that have gotten here in the first place. Amen? Amen? That both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. So we're all rejoicing. For in this the saying is true. One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. So he sent you. Do you believe that you were sent here today? Now you made a choice. And when you choose, your, your path is is, is straight, your, your path is ordered, but when you choose, but you have been sent here, you have been sent here for a purpose. Amen? And so we have entered into their labors, into their labors, not in, entered into, you know, just sitting around and, and, and just waiting for somebody else to do it. We've entered into their labors. So I want to focus on the sending. Luke 10, 1 through 11. This is uh, Jesus uh, sending out the 70. And after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. See, he was about to go to the places and so he sent, he blessed, he sent out 70 to represent him before his face and to bless those people because he believes in multiplication. Amen. Jesus believes in multiplication. And so he sends out these, these, uh, these open and, and, and obedient servants to go to places that he himself was about to go. And then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. The harvest truly is great, 
but the laborers are few. It is my prayer for this church that we will desire to be a part of the few laborers. Let me say that again. It is my prayer that we will desire as a church to be a part of the few laborers. Amen. Amen? Amen. And, you know, it's so easy for us to, 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 to sit idly by and to come to church and, and to sit and say, you know what? We need to have this ministry because this ministry is what God's, uh, God's calling into. So I just pray that somebody will, will start that ministry over there because because God uh, wants to do something. He's calling us to labor. And labor isn't always easy. Actually, it's not easy. If my wife were here today, Greer has a, has a, has a fever. So she, she's out today. I'm sure she's watching online. Thank the Lord for live stream. Um, I forgot my point. I was so concerned about Greer. Labor pains. That's what it was. Woo! We know labor isn't easy. And I just know from secondhand knowledge, not firsthand knowledge, but, but the great thing about, about labor is, and I'm sure my wife would echo this, that it's tough and it's painful, and you go through it and it's strenuous. But on the other side of the labor, the other side of the labor is a blessing, is a gift that you wouldn't trade for the world. And I'm hesitating to say this, but you would almost want to go through it again in order to get a new blessing. Amen? And a new gift. So labor isn't easy, but the harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And that's, that's easy to, to, to be an external prayer, isn't it? Lord of the harvest, I pray that you send somebody else out. I pray that you send somebody else out. This, this couple that goes to this church, they're doing an awesome job over there with, 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 with outreach. And they're doing great things in the community. I pray that they come over here. And, it, and we can pray those prayers. But what God is truly saying, what the word is truly saying, you got to look inside. you got to look inside. When you feel the call, when you feel that purpose, when God is speaking to you saying, you know, this ministry is new charted territory and somebody needs to step into it, you need to be that person that steps into that and says, God, I am present. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know where to start, but I know that you, God, you, God, are going to give me everything that I need. You are going to give me everything that I need to be successful because you have planted the seed in my heart. And if I don't know what I'm doing and I'm still a little hesitant, I'm going to work to know what I'm going to do. And I may not know it, but then I have to take a leaf of faith to just walk into that. He's going to equip you. If you are called, he's going to give you everything that you need in order to fulfill his will. Amen? So it's an external prayer. And Lord, we do need to pray for people to come in. Because we do need those laborers to, to come into, into this house. But we also need to step into that labor. Hmm. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals. And greet no one along the road. That doesn't sound very Christian. You're walking along. 
Somebody's trying to greet you on the road. It's not very Christian to not even greet them and keep walking forward. But what it's saying here, he's saying, go your way. I have given you an assignment. And I want you to have laser focus. I want you to have laser focus. You know what? Don't bring a knapsack. Don't bring that junk. You don't need anything. What I want you to do is focus. Don't even bring your sandals. I'm going to give you everything that you need. Don't bring your money. Just walk in faith because I'm going to provide for you. And I want you to be laser focused because of the assignment that I have for you. Don't get distracted. Don't look down. Look up. Look up. Focus on his face. Focus on the assignment. Go your way. Make a beeline. Don't look back. Don't look to the side. Because wolves, you'll, you'll greet them on the way. Don't greet them. They'll try to greet you. They'll try to distract you. Don't, don't be distracted. Keep on moving forward. Don't let them knock you off. Don't let them knock you off of the track. Be realigned with God and his purpose for your life. Hallelujah. I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. But whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter, and they receive you, Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you and heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the very dust of your city which clings to us, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. Jesus, yes. The kingdom of God has come near. And we have to receive the kingdom of God. We got to seek after the, the manifest presence of Jesus. Now, it will come near to us. The kingdom of God will come right beside us, right along us, but we have to take the step into the kingdom of God, into the labor. Because if not, if we don't step into it, if we're not obedient to God's call, what is going to happen? If you don't receive it, then what you're actually doing is rejecting it. And if you're rejecting it, it's going to keep on going. The Holy Spirit is going to move. It's up to us to move with it. Light on our toes, not to bring our sandals. Take all the stuff that we We don't need that junk. Get it off. Stay focused. Step into it. You've been called. You're here for a reason. It's not just to pay bills. Amen. It's not just to pay bills. 
You're here for a work. You're here for a purpose. So the kingdom of God has come near to you. Okay, all right, Wes. I, I've been sitting idly by for so long. I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to do it. I hear what God is saying to me. I'm, I'm letting it saturate my soul. But what if I mess up? What, what if, what if, well, like I want to be able to witness to people, but what if I approach that opportunity that you're giving me? And what if I approach it and I say the wrong things? See, there's too much at stake. I don't want to mess it up, so I'm just going to, to pray that, that one of the few will go and, uh, and minister to them. I don't want to mess it up. God is with you. I said it a couple weeks ago. Jesus Christ is with you. He's the God of the hills and he's the God of the valleys. He'll equip you and give you everything that you need. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. But now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, and he who formed you, Gospel Temple, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. He's with you, church. He's with there, with you, right there. You're not going to drown. You're not going to be overwhelmed. He's going to give you everything that you need, every tool, every word. It's planting seeds, sowing seeds, sowing seeds, walking in faith, sowing seeds into other people's lives, into your life. Keep sowing seeds, cultivating, cultivating, cultivating. He loves you. He's not going to abandon you. He's not going to leave you. He's there. <laughs> That's something to celebrate. No matter what happens in life, no matter how bad you fail, no matter how much you, you succeed, no matter what trials come your way or triumphs, we're in this together. And God is with you. And the awesome thing, the awesome thing about if, if, if I'm just so thankful for Brother Craig Young, who's obedient to the call. Last minute, last minute, the Lord put it on his heart to, to minister to the folks out in Timmonsville. And so last minute, a, a chain of communication went out to people. How can we get involved? And people were eager. And I pray for more of that out of this church. Last minute. This is something on my, on my heart, but it's tomorrow. I don't think we can, we can have time. So maybe next year. Isn't there four months till harvest? Next year. But what about, let's try to do it tomorrow. Let's bear one another's burdens. Let's come to the table. Because he wants, he wants to bless us. So that's why we don't have any sandals on. That's why we don't have money. That's why we don't, we don't have our knapsack full of stuff that we think that we need. 
He wants us to be agile and present in the moment and faithful and obedient. Galatians 6, 7 through 10. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. If we do not give up, if we don't lose hope, and we continue the work, continue sowing the seed, continue sowing the seed, reaping the harvest, working in the fields. The harvest is massive. It's truly great. And we have to continue the work day in and day out and being present and obedient to God's call, understanding that the power that we have, our identity in him, he's with us. He's with us all the time. And we are called to burn. We're called to burn as a bright light. And he will burn. He will shine. He's the light of the world. It says in the Bible that, that the light that radiates from, from Jesus Christ himself is brighter than the sun. We won't even need the sun. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are the household of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead and stand to your feet. The incredible thing about this, about this word this word is, uh, is an on-time word. I'm so excited for 2019 and the harvest that we are about to labor into. He's going to show us his goodness. We're going to taste it, and we're going to see it. And our eyes have been opened, and our ears have been opened, and we have to continue to be faithful in that. But the really cool thing about this is Jesus and God are one. And I pray I get the opportunity to speak another message I have about unity among believers. But Jesus and God are one. And so as you align yourself with Jesus, you're aligning yourself with God. So you and God are one. And the great thing is, other people in the household of faith are also united as one with God. So we bear each other's burdens. The call is not just for one person. The call is for all of us. Because if one person hears from God, hears from the will of God, and the, it gets the assignment, we have to jump at the opportunity to partake in the labor of that assignment. Are you willing? Are you willing?
Yes. <laughs> Seth, I love you, brother. <laughs> so what we're going to do, the remainder of the service, we're actually, let's play some music up there really low. Real low. Thank you so much. So, what I want to do is I want to give us an opportunity for those who don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Who don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They're, 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 their eyes are open to what this possibly could mean for them. To know that you have a purpose and a gift, a spiritual gift that lives inside of you. I want to give you the opportunity to step forward here today. So by the raise of hand, anyone here, I want to give their life over to Jesus because it is a, a sacrifice. Okay. So secondly, I want anyone who has something that, that, that God has been trying to unlock, that God has been trying to open the door, this burden that's been placed on your heart, this vision, this gift on your life, I want you to go ahead and, and come to the altar here this morning. Now God's been speaking to you. God has been speaking to all of us. Come on, come on. Don't wait any longer. The ripe harvest is truly great. The souls, the blessing is on the other side. The blessing is on the other side. Just give it to God. Make this a bold declaration that today is the day that I'm going to step forward in obedience. And I'm going to step forward, God. I'm making the choice. I'm making the choice. I see the assignment. I'm refocused on, on, on you, God. I'm refocused on it, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, let's, let's pray. Let's pray over it. Actually, let's have everybody else come in support of the, 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 the gifts and the call that is on their life. I want to go ahead and make a bold declaration here today that you will begin to pray over these these callings, that we will stand in agreement with God and what He wants to do over this church. And 2018 is coming to a close. And 2019, the harvest is near. Let's go ahead and begin to pray over these. 